Thanks for listening to another episode of the Mousecapades podcast with Nick and Dave. The segment that you're about to hear in just a few seconds is Dave and his family heading down to the Magic Kingdom. Now, I'm calling him via Skype, though, to his cell phone. So keep in mind, on his end, it is kind of scratchy, but just bear with it. We'll push through the first few minutes, and then we'll go on from there. Again, thanks for listening to the Mousecapades podcast. So we're on the phone with the Gentilly family, and they are heading down south. They're on their way to Interstate 4 towards the Magic Kingdom. We're going to talk with them and see what they're most excited for on their trip down to Disney World. We're going to start from least to oldest. Let's roll with your youngest, Dave. And I, I think this is his first trip to Disney World and the Magic Kingdom, so it's a very special trip for this individual. Max, my brother, what are you most interested in doing and looking for? All right, we're going to pass the phone to Max. This is going to be his uh, podcast debut, and he's going to tell you what he's most excited about. Here we go. What are you most excited about seeing at Disney World? Mickey Mouse. All right, Mickey Mouse. That is awesome, Dave. You, you trained him well. All right, so let's pass the phone over to Mia. Mia. Hi. Hey, Mia. So what are you looking forward to when you head down to the Magic Kingdom? And I think you're heading to head, uh, Hollywood Studios as well. I'm looking most forward to our hotel at Disney Fort Wilderness Lodge because it's close to the park and you can just take a boat ride to the Magic Kingdom. Yeah, you're so lucky to be staying there. Uh, when when I save up enough money, I can I can take my family and stay there as well. So you're very lucky to be staying at the Wilderness Lodge. That's very exciting. I want you to take pictures, and I want you to show me when you return, okay? Okay. All right, outstanding. Trish. Hey, Nick. Hey, Trish. Uh, you- I'm pretty excited about seeing the new Fantasyland because we have not been back to the Magic Kingdom since... Um, they redid Fantasyland, so we haven't seen Seven Dwarfs Mine Train or any of the Be Our Guest restaurant or anything like that. So I'm looking forward to that, and of course seeing Max's um, expression when he meets Mickey Mouse for the first time. Yeah, that is awesome. I, I'm so happy for you guys. And I forgot, that's right, you haven't been there since they refurbed uh, the park and added Fantasyland. You have to stop at Gaston's Tavern and have a LeFou brew with your boy. Yeah, so do you guys have reservations for the BR Guest Restaurant? No, we're just going to see what we can do. Um, we know it's going to be crowded, so we'll just see when we get there um, how things play out. We have a pretty packed schedule, so hopefully we can fit it in. You might have to do some handshaking with the people guarding the doors with some money in your palm. Yeah, there we go. We'll try it. All right. On to my boy, Dave. What's up? Hey, buddy. I forgot. You guys, uh, that's right. You haven't been there since they refurbed the park and added Fantasyland. So excited for you Yeah, I went down last October and got a preview for my family, but I made a promise to Mia that I wouldn't be doing any of the stuff that she really was excited about at Fantasyland. So uh, I have not been inside of... Uh, Little Mermaid, or I didn't go in Gaston's Tavern, I didn't go into the Beast Castle, um, it didn't really do a lot, I just walked through, I had to, I had to break the rule once though and do the Seven Drawers Mine Train, the jewel of the new Fantasyland, so, uh, I did get to do that, so that's pretty sweet, and so I'm looking forward to seeing, um, seeing all of the excitement that goes down with the new Fantasyland, but that's not what I'm most excited for. So you're going to be spending a day over at Hollywood Studios as well, right? So we're going to we're going to head to Hollywood Studios after we leave the Animal Kingdom, and uh, we're going to do Toy Story Mania and Tower of Terror and Star Tours. 
I think Max is going to ride uh, the train in Animal Kingdom, so he's looking forward to that. But um, we're going to go do all there is to do at Hollywood Studios, and then we're going to head and check into our hotel before we head on over to Epcot, where we're going to do Soarin' and Test Track, stick around for Illuminations, and then I'm going to uh, take the family back to the hotel. Mia and I are going to go out for a little bit of Magic Kingdom, and then they have extra magic hours, the Magic Kingdom, until 2 a.m., so I'm going to see how long I can last. Oh, my gosh. That is a marathon. That's like running the dopey. Um, anything you'd like to say before I hang up with you, man? I know I'm going to call you here later on in the podcast. We're going to leap forward a couple of days, and we're going to basically get your trip report like you did with me when I went uh, last month. Yeah, we're going we're gonna to have a pretty jam-packed schedule, so uh, it's probably going to be a pretty brief trip report, but that's okay. Um, you know, the only thing that I would like to say is that the, for those of us that have, those people that have never driven down to the Magic Kingdom, live far away and haven't driven down to the whole Disney World Resort complex area, uh, you know, you're missing out because the, the drive, you, you dread it at some points, but I'm pretty excited right now. We're still pretty early into the drive, but I'm excited about driving down on this trip, and, and that's part of the fun is, is letting that excitement build on this long journey down to the uh, Orlando area. Yeah, there once was a day when you were younger where you'd make that trip in one day. Remember? <laughs> Remember those days? Oh, yeah. We, oh, yeah. My, my, some of my family still drive straight through. It's 16 hours, but they drive straight through. All right. Well, that's Dave and his family reporting on what they're looking forward to when they head down to Interstate 4 and hit up the Magic Kingdom and Epcot and Animal Kingdom. Dave, I can't wait to chat with you later on in the podcast. I know we're going to fast forward a few days, so just take that in consideration, listeners. This is pre-trip, and then we're going to fast forward later on in the podcast where we're going to have kind of a post-trip wrap-up. So keep listening in for Dave's trip report. Thanks, Dave. We'll talk to you then. Awesome, buddy. Thanks. See you. All right, buddy. Hi, this is Rebecca from the Art of Animation. Um, you're listening to Mascapades Podcast. This is Albano here at the Ink and Paint Shop at Art of Animation Resort at Disney, and you are listening to Mascapades. Hello, this is Natsumi from Disney's Art of Animation. I'm listening to Mascapades Podcast. <laughs> Interested in becoming a travel agent yourself and helping others plan their next Disney vacation? Interested in learning more about Surge 365? How to get paid to travel, make $1,000 bonuses, or just simply want to book your next Disney vacation with Disney professionals? Well, Dream Makers at Two Tickets to Paradise Travel are ready to help you make your wish come true. Contact travel at two tickets to paradise.net. Don't dream your life. Live your dreams. Have an idea, question, or want to share your experiences on the show? Contact Nick and Dave anytime. Email them at mousecapadespodcast at gmail.com. Text them at 407-674-0414. Follow Nick and Dave on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Simply search for Mousecapades Podcast. Listen to Nick and Dave on iTunes, Podcast Attic, TuneIn Radio, and Stitcher Radio. Simply search for Mousecapades Podcast. Now, from the Mousecapades Studios, here are your hosts, Nick and Dave. All the birds sing words and the flowers croon in the ticky 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 room.
everyone listening from your phone, device, or computer, wherever you may be. Thank you again for tuning in to the best Disney podcast discussing all things Disney. This is the Mousecapades podcast where we entertain that space between your ears. I'm Nick and I'll be your host for this episode. I'm flying solo on this ship while Dave and his family are at Disney World, so I'm by myself. And what you just heard, my friends... Before the bumper music at the very beginning of the podcast was a little pre-trip discussion with Dave and his family as they were making their way through Illinois down south towards Interstate 4 and the Magic Kingdom. We're broadcasting from the creek, as I like to call it, in the Mousecapade Studios in St. Peter's Mo, where I'll call home until I find myself landing a job with the Disney Company, which uh, shouldn't be long from now, I hope. A little bit later on the show, Dave will give us his trip report where he's pulling off an amazing stunt. Even the Indiana Jones Stunt Spectacular has nothing on this man. Dave and his family are currently at Epcot at the moment right now pulling off a four-park hopper in just one day. Yes, you heard me correctly. In just one day. He's insane, I know. But you know what? That's how we roll here when we're drinking the Disney Kool-Aid. I have him on the Skype lines right now as we speak. He is holding. He will be joining me. But first, I'm going to bring you some rumors and news coming out of Disney. Then I will do my best to bring you This Week in History. This is my first, so listeners go easy on me. Okay, so let's do a little rumors and news, shall we? All right, I want to, ta- I want to talk to you about Jade Helm 15. And for those of you who already know what that is, you're probably wondering, what the heck? Why is Nick talking about Jade Helm 15? And for those of you that do not know what Operation Jade Helm 15 is, it's a military exercise. Uh, The U.S. military announced uh, a few weeks ago plans to hold an eight-week joint exercise. They call it Operation Jade Helm 15. It's in Texas, along with five other states, going on this summer. A lot of people have seen it for what it really is, apparently. Uh, there's reports that is a, that this exercise is a preparation for the military to impose martial law within the Lone Star State. Those fears grew over the course of a month, fed in part by the Army Special Operation Commands that have released a map for the exercise that labeled Texas as hostile territory. But what does this have to do with Disney? Well... Reading some articles online, I stumbled across uh, an article in the New York Post. They listed various operations that are stemming from Jade Helm 15. And let me list a few of them to you. As I read the list, I'm like, okay, this is interesting. And it got even more interesting until I got to another operation. Operation Magic Kingdom 22. The target state in here is Florida. And... There's, it says the plan is to infiltrate the Sunshine State by disguising left-leaning UN peacekeeping operatives as Disney employees. There actually is evidence of this. I believe this journalist who wrote this article in the New York Times had found some leaked government maps of Disney World revealing some plans that entailed Main Street and connecting it to other areas around the area in Kissimmee. I do not know what the military has planned, 
But what I would like to do is get that lady who wrote that article in the New York Times on the Mouse Capades podcast, maybe during one of our paranormal, strange, and weird segments, and just simply ask, what is this all about? Where did you get your info? How true is it? So should be interesting, to say the least. So hopefully we can get her on. We have already had people in the studios contacting her, and we're waiting to hear a response from her and her people. So hopefully we will hear something soon and have her on the show. Moving on. Have you ever wondered how the genie got into his lamp in the first place, listeners? Disney is going back to the world of Aladdin. It's 1992 animated classic with a live action prequel. The Disney studio is developing a movie called Genies, a live action comedy adventure. Although Genies is only in the early stages of development, the long-term plan is to have the project led into an Aladdin live-action movie. Pretty cool. Speaking of live-action movies, I guess that seems to be the thing going on because there's been some rumors that Disney may have some other live-action films based on animated classics and apparently are in production right now as we speak. I have not found any other information on this except for one source, so I'm still fact-checking, but it was so interesting, I had to bring it to you. There are rumors that Disney is working on some live-action films of Mulan, Aladdin, that we just mentioned, Winnie the Pooh, Dumbo, Beauty and the Beast, Maleficent, the sequel, and we already know that one, Alice Through the Looking Glass, Pinocchio, Fantasia, and also Sword in the Stone. I cannot wait for this. I've always told Dave that I think it'd be cool if Disney released the rights to Pixar to redo the old animated series of cartoons that Disney came out with in a new uplifting millennial fashion of allowing Pixar to recreate these series in the Pixar way. I think that would be pretty cool. So moving on, photo passes. We all get our picture taken. A lot of them are tethered. Actually, all of them are tethered to the band. You go home from your vacation. You flip on the computer, the tablet, the phone, whatever it may be. And you look at your pictures that were taken uh, at all the parks and surrounding areas. Well, if you do what I do and just take those images and save them and crop them and use them as your own pictures without purchasing them because you can do so. Well, apparently that is no longer the case. They're watermarking all of their pictures on PhotoPass on their website. So if a photo is purchased or is part of a memory maker package, the watermark is then removed. But if it's not, you can't just snip it anymore or take a screenshot from your phone. Ouch. So get ready to pull out money out of your pockets and spend more. So if you plan on purchasing a digital copy of the PhotoPass images online, You'll be able to download any copies you make of that image without additional charge. A copy of the image is made when it is edited, such as cropping, adding a border, or any special effects. If a print is purchased online, the digital version of that print can now be downloaded without an additional charge. So that is one way that Disney is tightening their grip on all of us. Uh, no longer will you be able to just get into the PhotoPass uh, webpage and get out that snipping tool on your computer or take a screenshot. So I guess my next vacation, I'm going to save up some more money just to get those pictures. All right, that's all I have for you in the news. 
So hold on, my friends. Keep your hands and arms inside because I'm about to take you back. Here we go. We're traveling backwards in time. Right now, we're leaving the world of today behind. So if your imagination is ready, here we go. All right, so this day in history, July 23rd, 1942. A letter was written on this day to Walt Disney from the military. And the letter outlined some military projects that were undertaken at the studios. The letter references a training film on aerial gunnery attacks and tactics for the U.S. Navy. This was during World War II, of course. This letter includes these words. Navy insists, I re-emphasize the confidential nature of this project. It should be discussed with only those whom you would be justified to entrust with work upon it. All correspondence should be destroyed or retained in safe, confidential files. Wow. There was a period, I forgot, you know, there was a period where Disney Studios were kind of taken over and taken control by the government and used for their purposes. Hmm... I mentioned that earlier, didn't I? Jade Helm 15. So let's definitely look into that. If that happens, that wouldn't be the first time the government has taken over Disney facilities. All right. Also, this week in history, July 25th of 2007, a press release announces that the Walt Disney Company has made a commitment to end cigarette smoking in Disney-branded films. Disney discouraged depictions of cigarette smoking in its films and will place an anti-smoking on DVDs and any feature film that does depict smoking. Mm, Walt Disney himself was a huge smoker. I have always thought that's why the cast members always point with two fingers. They say they do that because you can see the fingers and it's out of respect. But I have always thought that's just the way Disney has done it. Because if you look at all of his statues, when he's pointing, and in all of his pictures, when he's pointing, he's using how many fingers? That's right, two. But why two? Well, because a lot of his pictures were captured with him smoking a cigarette in between both of his fingers. And even back then, things could be photoshopped, and they were taken out of his fingers. So, anywho... Thought that was very interesting. Also, this week in history, July 27th, 2005, Disney announces that David Vixie, an eighth grade teacher from Paradise, California, sounds great. Sounds like a good place to live. Raise your kids, have a family. Back then in 2005, he was named the Teacher of the Year by Disney. As a teacher, I can relate. Disney announced me as Teacher of the Year. I would appreciate it. And that's all I have for you in this week in history. Up next, he's been waiting patiently on our Skype lines. Dave will be joining us talking about his four-park trip in just one day. We shall see how it's going. But first, a word from our sponsor. I have been holding back, making this podcast ad-free, but I got a little slap on my wrist the other day for not playing our sponsor's podcast drops. Don't you worry, listeners. I have them under my control. I have them under my spell with a few Jedi mind tricks or two as well. What if you could travel like a rock star for pennies on the dollar? What if you could earn an unlimited number of $1,000 bonuses for showing others how to do the same? 
what if we could show you how to become completely financially free in the most exciting, sexy, fun business on the planet? Perfect, because we have all of that with a brand new company that just launched. A company with proven management, unique and documented technology, and perfect timing. A product that everybody wants and even dreams about. And a compensation plan that pays out better than anything in the industry. It's called Surge 365. Find out how you can be a part of something big and make your travel and financial dreams come true. Timing is everything and positioning is vital. It's your time. Let's go. Joining us on our Skype lines, I have Dave, who has ventured into a park hopper marathon, visiting the AK DHS. He's currently in Epcot and will be making his way for some EMH in the MK. He doesn't have any FPs, but I'm sure he will find his way to the BTMR, EE, TGMR, HM, HOP, IASW, JC, KRR, MS. R-N-R, T-S-M, T-O-T, T-T, and the W-S, and the W-D-W. If you're a true Diz nerd, you know exactly what I'm saying and understand what I'm throwing down. And for those of you who are only drinking half the glass, that means Dave is crazy for attempting such a plan, but I'm sure even though he doesn't have any fast passes, he will enjoy Animal Kingdom, Disney Hollywood Studios, the experimental prototype community of tomorrow known as Epcot and he will make his way to many rides including Big Thunder Mountain Railroad Expedition Everest, The Great Movie Ride Haunted Mansion, Hall of Presidents It's a Small World Jungle Cruise, Cali River Rapids Mission Space Rock and Roller Coaster, Toy Story Mania Tower of Terror Test Track and the World Showcase in Disney World Wow, Dave that was quite a mouthful Hey, man, how are you doing? Well, we had an awesome morning today, Nick. Uh, we got to Animal Kingdom before the rope drop this morning and had a great character breakfast at the Tusker house. Uh, we saw Mickey and Goofy and Donald and Daisy and uh, filled our bellies for the day on some good breakfast. Tried out some new stuff, uh, fried plantains and coconut uh, sweet potatoes and things like that for breakfast. It was pretty cool. Um, but you know, stuck with the staples, you got to go with Mickey waffles anytime you have breakfast at Disney world. So we started there and, uh, after breakfast, we rode the three rides that we wanted to ride at animal kingdom. We rode Everest dinosaur and what was the third one? Safari and Safari. So then we got out of animal kingdom and right as we were leaving, it started to sprinkle. So that was good news that we had to, uh, we stayed dry in the park and, Ended up having to travel in the rain, which is not a big deal. I'd rather travel than be standing in it. So then we went over to Disney Hollywood Studios, and that's where we had our fast passes for the day because I wanted to get in and out of that park as quickly as possible. So we did our fast passes, which were Toy Story Mania, Tower of Terror, Star Tours. Uh, the only disappointment on the day for me was that I didn't get to ride Rock and Roller Coaster. So the uh, wait for Rock and Roller Coaster was about... I think it said 90 minutes. Holy shnikes. And I just could not convince Mia to do the single rider line, which was probably about 15. Right. 
So uh, we skipped out on that one, and then we headed back and checked into our resort today. So we took advantage of the summer specials that they had going on, and since we're only going to be here two days and spending one night, uh, we decided to go ahead and go with the uh, Fort Wilderness Lodge. And so we checked into Wilderness Lodge this afternoon, and, and little did I know that this was probably the coolest thing of the whole trip. We somehow got some sort of an upgrade, and we are in a two-bedroom villa at the uh, at Wilderness Lodge, which is what they use for the Disney Vacation Club. Right. And this place is unbelievable. You walk in, you've got this huge living area. You've got a full kitchen. You've got uh, the master bedroom is off to one side. that has got a jetted tub, shower, you know, everything that you would use in a bathroom. And then on the other side of the living room, you, you walk into two queens, which has their own little uh, preparation, air, preparation area. And it's got their own bathroom over there, too. Well, so you, you know who you know who, you know how you got that upgrade, don't you? No, no. Two tickets to paradise hooked you up, buddy. Our, our buddies over at two tickets to paradise uh, went ahead and put in a phone call and upgraded you. My wife was asking if it was two tickets to paradise, and I said I don't know. I'll have to check it out. <laughs> um, so, so yeah, we got and you know both bedroom out of the living room and one of the bedrooms has a balcony that faces out, and we can actually see Bay Lake. Nice. Just a sweet surprise. It's just a sweet surprise. So. Uh, we took advantage of the jetted tub in the two-bedroom suite and just rejuvenated the muscles and hung out for a little bit at the hotel and then decided to uh, go down and grab something to eat. So we went to Roaring Forks, their quick service down in the, in the uh, basement, basically, of Wilderness Lodge. And now we are walking around Epcot. Just got off of Spaceship Earth, and we're heading over to either Soarin' or Test Track. It's up in the air because we're only going to be able to do one of them today. I would vote for test track because I in my own opinion I feel even even though they're the same exact ride Disneyland and and Disney World the Soren ride I prefer Soren and Disneyland dude I'd go for test track buddy Yeah I think that's what I'm leaning towards also because Mia's seen Soren before we've all seen Soren before but none of us I I've been on the new test track since they've remodeled but the rest of my family has not so and you can I was get leaning towards going to test track. And you can get a Tomorrowland pin at the very end, bud. So after go through the dealership there at the end and go to yeah. like the concierge desk there, or excuse me, just like the dealership desk. And right. you fill out some paperwork and they'll give you the old school Tomorrowland pins. Oh, that's cool. You might yeah. have to do that. Check that out. Yeah. Yeah. So if you think about our day and there's a huge hole in our day that's missing and that's Magic Kingdom. So we're here for two days, and tomorrow we're going to get up, see the good morning ceremony that they do at, at the gates, be there for rope drop, and just spend all of our time there. We've got all of our fast passes lined up for tomorrow, and then if we don't, whatever we don't finish at Epcot here today, we may take the monorail over tomorrow evening and try and try and get in before we head over to the beach. So yeah, you're actually you're trying to sneak in though four parks within one day, right? Oh, I'll be at four parks in one day. That, that's my goal. Uh, Wow. Magic Kingdom's open tonight until 2 a.m. on Extra Magic Hours, so we're going to drop. My wife and daughter and son, we're all going to go back, and I are all going to go back to the room, and my wife and son are there for the night, and I'm bringing Mia, who's 11, back out with me, and we're going to see how long she can take it. If it's midnight, that's fine. If it's 11, that's fine. you got to do me a favor, Dave. When you get to yeah. Magic Kingdom, 
Go over to uh, go to your left next to the restrooms. I forget what building that is. Um, it's where you can sign up for the Sorcerers to the Kingdom game. Right, dude. Uh, sign you and Mia up and get me some extra cards and a and a game board, will you? It's totally free and only takes like ten seconds. For the uh, the little scavenger hunt they have at Magic Kingdom. Yes, bring some back for me, bud. Yeah, we'll do. Awesome. And I'm also got my. I also have on my list to find that uh, telephone that's over in Tomorrowland, and yes. see if I can get this phone to record the messages on there. That's the two yep. things I got going for for the uh, mouse page tomorrow. Definitely go into the hat store though and pick up the phone and listen. It's awesome. Yes, that's on my list. Very cool. So you're gonna stay at the Magic Kingdom. So yeah, Kingdom? we're hitting it. We're hitting it hard tomorrow. Uh, all at the Magic Kingdom, and, and maybe coming back over here to Epcot just for a few odds and ends. Awesome, Dave. You've you've accomplished a lot, man, in one day. Honestly. Yeah, we're whooped. We're whooped, but we're gonna we're doing it. And like I said, when you only have two days, you have to make the most out of them. Right. All right. So, how's your experience so far with the cast members? I have been told to have a magical day about three times today, which I know is more than your whole week long trip. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. See, they listened to our podcast and they stepped it up. Yeah, they always take our recommendations, don't they? Yeah, that's right. Dude, that is awesome, <laughs> man. Um, yeah, everybody here has been pretty helpful. I've been actually looking at the uh, different cast members, and there have been a lot of, I saw North Carolina State and uh, Ohio State and all these different colleges underneath the people's names. So you, you're right when you're talking about the interns and how they're going through the university. But uh, I've been taking note on which, which colleges those are so that we can keep an eye on that for the future in my family. Yeah, that's awesome because I know your daughter wants to sign up for that program when she becomes of age and goes off to college. Right. So we're, we're keeping tabs on who, who participates in that program. Outstanding, man. So uh, what else is going on? I mean, you, you pretty much told us your whole day. You told us about your experience with the cast members. Um, anything else? No, I mentioned that good breakfast at Tusker House, and they had just about everything you could want for breakfast. So we filled up, uh, just grabbed some pretzels with cheese for lunch over at Hollywood Studios, and then we, like I said, we went to the Roaring Forks for uh, for dinner. It was pretty good. And tomorrow we're just going to wing it. So we'll just have to see what, what lies in store for us tomorrow. So you're in Epcot right now, right? We are walking up the test track as we speak. Okay, when you're finished, if you have time, um, I know Epcot's, you know, there's a lot to do at Epcot. Um, next to Innovations is uh, an art store, and there's a animator named Eddie there that works there. He's a great guy. If you get a chance, go yeah. over there and, and just chat with him. Um, he listens to the show. He's favorited our show and, and some tweets that we that we have out there. So, yeah, um, awesome. yeah, check him out and just say, hey, dude, you know what's up? Uh, good, good dude. Yeah, we'll get we'll get set up for Illuminations, and then maybe I'll take a trip over there. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right, Illuminations, all outstanding, man. So test track, any mission space at all? We we uh, we just walked by it and we're not sure. So okay, we, we're we're on a time crunch here to get through with some things before illumination. So we got to awesome. make some decisions right now and and get moving here. Go eat some pizza in Italy, will you? For me. <laughs> That's one thing I forgot to do. Actually, I didn't have time to do it. We ran out of time, and I really wanted to try their pizza over there. I heard it's the best, like in the world. Um, and, and didn't get I'm the opportunity. Kind of tour, so. Yeah. All right. I got to get going, buddy. I'll talk hey. to you in a bit. All right, man. We'll talk to you soon, okay? All right. Uh, hey. Peace. Ha- have a magical day. Thanks, buddy. Bye. All right. 
So you heard it. That was Dave. Him and his family are currently over at Epcot, and they're about to aboard Test Track. And it sounds like they're having a great time. Boy, have they accomplished a lot in one day. You know, I, I just from listening to him so far, he's done more in one day than I think that I did in like in two days. So <laughs> apparently I like to take it easy when I'm there. But when you only have two days like he, like he has right now, that's all he has. Um, yeah, you want to squeeze in as much as you can as possible. Man, that was awesome. I'm totally jealous. That just furthered me into a deeper depression with my post-trip uh, syndrome that I have going on right now. Uh, anywho, thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Mousecapades podcast with Nick and Dave. I just want to give a couple shout-outs real quick. Jeremy in Colorado, thanks for listening, buddy. I know you support our podcast, and you listen to every single one. That's awesome. Jose Fontanas, we're getting a lot of downloads from Puerto Rico. That is awesome. Keep listening. Tell your friends and family. Ethan Burke from Disneyland. He is a professional Disneyland periscoper, so check him out at Ethan underscore vids. That's his Twitter and his periscope account. So go ahead, type it in. Check him out. He's got some great videos. He's an awesome kiddo. I'd also like to thank my dad for listening. If you're listening, God bless you. Shocked you haven't turned it off yet. And uh, in my first grade class, thanks for listening still. And to my new third grade class, I am moving from first to third. I just want to say thanks for listening. And I will see you in about a week when school starts back up. Oh, oh, yeah, and I can't forget, I do want to thank our sponsors, Two Tickets to Paradise Travel, for sponsoring our podcast and making this possible. If you want to travel, pennies on the dollar, or you want to get paid to travel, or if you just simply want to book your next Disney vacation, contact Two Tickets to Paradise Travel. You can contact them by simply emailing them, travel at two tickets to paradise.net. That is the numeral two. Just let them know in that email that Dave or Nick sent you, and they will hook you up. So peace, guys. Have a magical day.